0: Hi, and welcome to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. Every week we watch a movie and sit down here to talk about it. I'm Katie. I'm Mel. And we're your hosts. This week we watched It, Chapter 2, directed by Andy Muschietti and released in 2019. The plot of the movie goes something like this. 27 years after their first encounter with the terrifying clown Pennywise, the Losers Club have grown up and moved away until a devastating phone call brings them back. Most of the Losers Club. (laughs) have grown up and, and moved away not quite all of them um but we'll do a little spoiler free section first to let you guys know whether you should go and see it chapter two uh melissa what do you think
1: um i mean if you've seen the first one and you're into it it's perfectly fine it, ha- it has actually some really good actors in it who honestly got me through this movie because one thing that we didn't know before we booked tickets to it uh this movie is nearly three hours long it is very long it uh is presumably reasonably faithful to mm. the novel um, that it is adapting. So that's obviously something to be balanced. But in terms of, um, I mean, it's reasonably well put together. It's just long and boring. But, yeah, I mean, if it's if you have seen the first part, then you'd probably want to see the second part.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you, I, I don't know why you would see this without seeing the first part. Well, no, it's uh, not going to make any sense. You're not going to enjoy it. I had a really good time watching this movie. Uh, I didn't really notice it was long much. Um, There were a couple of parts where I was like, okay. But that's mostly because I don't like those storylines. I Mm. think what what these movies do really, really well is character stuff. And there are some really good characters in here being Mm. played by really good actors. And it makes all the scary stuff much more effective. Because you don't want anything bad to happen to these characters. It's also really interesting in terms of its like visuals and cinematography and stuff Mm. in a way that I kind of want to watch it and
1: just dissect everything and look at
0: what's going on
1: um so yeah it's it's well it's well made like I can't be too harsh on it because it is well put together
0: yeah so I enjoyed it a lot but I like horror movies and for me it was really fun yeah um and I I know that's not the case I know you don't like horror movies so but I found it really enjoyable and I really liked the
1: characters and especially a couple of them which we'll get to I think yeah and I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would and also like I didn't resent you know having to leave my kid at home and go out for three hours as much as I thought I would seeing this so it definitely I enjoyed it more than I expected to
0: I'd enjoy this sort of thing a lot more and I did really enjoy this film um Mm. and I've got a lot of notes on it and things so we should probably get into it but yeah if you've seen the first one um i still think these movies are kind of not the scariest there's a couple of jump scares in this um yeah it's not it super kind scary, of over relies on cg but it's not like yeah it's not the scariest no so it's kind of more atmospheric with some jump scares and some grody stuff
1: yeah and it's and it's a lot more about like the um characters facing mm. their fears rather than trying to like gross out the audience or freak them out too much mm. um and yeah a lot of the scares like are really obvious and you see them coming mm. there was one that got me that i'll talk about later on but most of them i was like oh yeah pennywise is going to appear from here or whatever mm. um so it was on that front um as far as horror goes it's not too bad yeah so I should uh, we should probably get into spoilers now so if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it or it chapter two stop the podcast now and come back when you have
0: yeah So, uh, oh my God, Richie. (laughs) Like he, he's always the best character, right? He was played by Seth Green in the original. He's the best character in the book. This movie is really interesting in how it deals with him. There's this real like underlying meanness to a lot of his jokes Mm -hmm. and his character, but a lot of that comes from fear and rejection and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, And
1: it's, he has like, the most to do his character journey. Yeah, he has
0: the most to do in his character journey. But he—it's also—it's so good mm, mm. and like so well done and heartbreaking and funny and weird and crazy. And I loved it so much. Yep. Um, Bill Hader plays adult Richie, and like I know this movie has Jessica Chastain and James McAvoy in it, but he was to me the best thing in it. Um, but I already liked Bill Hader. Yeah,
1: I, I think I've written down here somewhere like he's the reason i'm getting through this movie because his like his sort of presence the his jokes the role that he plays it really was him jessica chastain and james mcavoy all mm. three of them because they're such top-notch actors and they actually ha- the material they have is quite good like they mm. they have some good character moments they have some great lines between the three of them that's actually what got me through the long run time of this movie well, See,
0: to me the surprise of the other ones was james ranson who played eddie Oh, Um, because he did a good job.
1: Yes. Um, Eddie's my favourite.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, he's he's great too. And he has more of a character as well. But see – to me, I was I didn't really know what to expect from him. I don't know him terribly well, mm. so for me, this movie kind of breaks down to like there's two movie stars, two character actors, and two TV actors among the adults, mm. right? So you've got James McAvoy and Jessica Chastain are the movie stars, and then Bill Hader and and James Ranson being the character actors, mm. and then you've got Jay Ryan and Isaiah Mustafa from TV, and they are doing TV performances. Mm. Like you watch Jessica Chastain and Jay Ryan in a movie in in a scene together, and you're like how are you guys in the same movie, right? And I felt the same thing when I was watching James McAvoy and Isaiah Mustafa. I'm like, how are you two even in the same movie right now? (laughs) Isaiah Mustafa in the scene where he's trying to show him the um, history of it is overacting so much, right? And James McAvoy is doing all this stuff where he's like, he started stuttering as soon as he came back and he's Mm. getting frustrated and trying to overcome that, but also kind of trying to portray that he is weirded out by what's going on and also drugged and, and like a bunch of stuff and yet manages all of that much, much better than Isaiah Mustafa can manage
1: his one thing. I did know (laughs) that scene. I thought James McAvoy just did such a good job of. Yeah. Um, There's also speaking of acting performances who I this is only a cameo, but Stephen King, yeah, as a shopkeeper, um, with in a scene with James McAvoy, does a really good job, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, you're right. There's definitely, particularly, um, to me the most egregious one was yeah, Jay Ryan and, mm. and Jessica Chastain because of the whole like love triangle thing that they go they have yeah. going on with those ones. Like my least favorite uh,
0: sp- subplot, which yeah. was my least favorite subplot subplot in the first one. Now look, I prefer this to the storyline she gets in the book about the orgy. But
1: still. <laughs> As we discussed when we reviewed this back in 2017, Stephen King did a lot of cocaine, was doing a lot of cocaine when he wrote this. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely some changes have been made. Um, I, I did actually the meta bit that ran through it about how James McAvoy, you know, the author self-insert, is now an author and nobody likes his endings. Yeah. I just thought that was great too. Um, yeah. So, the, I mean – Yes, a love triangle is better than an orgy, but it is annoying. And it's also like, I mean, it's got Smurfette syndrome in a couple of directions because mm. it's got, there's one woman and there's one black guy and both of them kind of get short shrift in terms of what their characters get dealt. Obviously, Jessica Chastain, she f- Beverly fares a lot better because mm. she has a really good actress. She has a good, good child actress as well,
0: but yeah. Well, and they, they really cut down Mike's role, especially in the first one. Mm. They kind of gave a lot of it to Ben because mm. Mike was kind of the historian, but they made Ben kind of the historian in the first one. And that kind of comes back to bite it in this movie, because now we don't really know Mike. We don't understand why he's so insistent on things mm. like there's He feels like, Like, the actor actually looks like the kid. He does. But he feels like a totally different person, right? Like, he's so intense and weird. And there's not a lot about him that's very interesting or likable. He's Mm. just one thing all the time. And I'm like, he should be much more sympathetic than this because, like, he's the one who's had to deal with all of this, right? Like, he stayed in the town. He's been having to deal with being in Derry. And Derry... um, There's sort of some stuff that's in the book that's kind of implied in the movie, but not really delved into about how living in Derry affects its residents. So one of the reasons why the adults are so also callous and awful is because they have been living on this sort of evil spot for a long time yeah. and it
1: affects them we talked about this in the first one about how terrible the parents are mm. but we, we most particularly see Eddie's mother who that's of we say return to here
0: yeah and it stokes people's fears and so that's another thing um mm. with the losers club and them all being outsiders is it looks at how it's it like all of your fears of outsiders and all of that sort of stuff is intensified in Derry. Yep. Right. Because they live in a town that's kind of infested by fear. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's really interesting to see sort of Mike is fighting that, but also the um, Adrian Mellon scene that this movie opens or not quite opens, but more or less opens with, um, which is the murder of a gay man who's not from Derry. Yep. But his boyfriend is. I don't know what his boyfriend's name is, but um, like you see that kind of, that, that seemed to me was kind of interesting because it has this like old versus new thinking uh, going on in it. And mm. like the, the d- bullies in that scene almost seem to come out of a different time or a different world. Yes. But part of that is because Derry is stuck in this kind of time yeah. because they're of the... On... Uh, they're their sort of base of fears yeah exactly and adrian was Mellon was played by xavier dolan uh um, yeah yeah he that scene is in the book as well uh but yeah it's really it was just really like um i was like i know who that actor is yeah i did the exact exactly the same I yeah was like, i know this kid and yeah. then the other reason that that scene is really interesting in this movie is they tease out its relationship or its um similarities to the Richie and Eddie storyline. Mm. So Adrian Mellon, Xavier Dolan's character was asthmatic and he gets the inhaler out and we see Eddie mm. getting his inhaler out a bunch, right? Adrian dies, Eddie dies. Like there's all these kinds of, all oh, these. Yeah. Eddie's always running his mouth and, um, well, he, he but he's always scared. Whereas, yeah. um, Adrian wasn't. No, but Adrian standing up to the bullies is part of what he's got part him of what... killed. And that yeah. same thing and, happens to Eddie. And it's Eddie's story as well. Yeah. Eddie finally finds his courage. I loved his Saving Private Ma- Private Ryan moment, where he couldn't pick up the knife. I loved that. I love those sorts of moments in movies. Mm-hmm. They're really just, and the the scene that happened after, where he's like, "Bill, don't be mad at me." He was um, really good, and the way they kind of revert to their childhood personalities is really interesting. So I really enjoyed that stuff. But yeah, the the kind of um, and the the implication in the book is that Richie's gay, mm. um, and he doesn't want people to know about it. Yeah, yeah. they just kind of amp that up a little bit for the movie yes um, so that is a sort of from the adaptation pretty much everything is they cut out the orgy um and there's a couple of other sort of bits and pieces that are moved around and mm. and changed but uh it's there's a lot of similarities yeah um it's it's a pretty faithful adaptation including from what the i can ending? remember <laughs> well eddie loses his arm in the book his uh, arm gets eaten off rather than dying no he dies oh he doesn't he 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 dies because his arm gets ripped right, off right, right okay um cuz he stabs it in the mouth and he yeah bites his arm off yep. i think that they thought that was like they did go pretty far with the gory stuff but i think a uh as he was dying to have him just like missing an arm would have just been a little bit confronting for people so yeah. they decided not to do that yeah yeah um he still dies though yeah, um yep. and Stan kills himself and all that stuff yeah yeah so Yeah, I was prepared for a lot of that stuff.
1: I mean, it's sort of (laughs) – a lot of it plays out how you think it's going to play out. Like I wasn't super prepared. I had read some spoilers in a review, so I sort of knew some things that were coming, but I don't think it is a particularly surprising way for the story to play out. It makes Mm. sense given what we know from the first one and how these things usually work. It just does so in a very leisurely fashion.
0: Yeah, I mean, I i didn't mind the
1: pace that much. There were things that I really liked in it. Um, yeah, and then well, this thing is, later on I was wondering what you'd cut out, and I don't know. I mean, there's the Bowers stuff, which I just don't – I just couldn't remember who Bowers was and why he was involved. So I guess I could have cut that out. But it, it's hard to imagine what you'd cut out. The, the Getting the band together is a little bit leisurely, I think. Like there's a lot of them sort of remembering what happened, remembering who they were to each other, mm. which is – also, but I also really like that stuff so yeah because yeah. the strength of
0: this movie is its characterization yeah right and you're gonna have to split them up to do all the scaring and and have them come back together stronger mm. and all that stuff so like I I want it to take time to mm. establish them all as characters again yeah like and who they are as adults and stuff the thing my problem is that like just cast all of them well
1: because yeah. it's so much
0: less interesting watching some of them than others
1: yeah and obviously this, The three big stars plus Eddie are probably, to me, the strongest. Mm. Um, I I think um, Bill Skarsgård does a really good job as Pennywise as well.
0: Yeah, that scene. So the first teaser trailer mm. was the scene where bev goes to her old apartment oh yeah but it stops before you see bill yep. um so it's basically when she from when she walks in and it cuts out the bit of her flashing back to when she was a kid Yep. so it's just jessica chastain walking around the apartment and it getting perfect progressively creepier as it pretends yeah. to be the old lady in that yeah. house and
1: it was so scary <laughs> It was so well done. Yeah. Like where you see the old lady just in the slightest little corner of the frame mm. behind her. And it's not the only time it happens either. There's a couple of scenes where you, something goes on in the background and mm. that you sort of have to be looking for it. It's a very, very clever. Great sort of use of horror and use of um to build a building of suspense. So mm. good.
0: All the all the really scary stuff
1: happens before they start using C G. Mm.
0: Once they start using CG, you're like, oh, it's just a monster. Yeah, and it gets so much less scary. Um, I feel like they could have really cut down on that a lot. Um,
1: but yeah, especially because um, Beverly's one was the one I remembered the best because it's the most scary because it's psychologically terrifying what happens to her.
0: Well, Ben's is really scary as well, mm. but only because it goes for like like thirty seconds of you knowing there's something right behind oh, him in, the in that locker. locker. And, like, whatever it is at first, like a shadowy a poster guy? Oh, is it a poster? It's a
1: poster with a picture of a guy on it.
0: But it doesn't look like a poster. It de- it's yeah, got yeah. the glowy it's eyes. It's got the glowy so eyes. it looks really creepy and you know that
1: it's right behind you, him. Yeah. No, because I uh, actually thought well, that was a really good scene, that one. Yeah. But although also, like, I didn't even jump because I was like, come on, where's Pennywise? He's coming.
0: Well, it would have been scary if the poster kind of, like shifted and came alive rather than it being pennywise i think yeah yeah um that would have been creepier like he felt like he was safe and then
1: yeah yeah or, he wasn't, or the poster or wasn't like, that. like a creepy glowy-eyed person but something more benign than that like a pomeranian well
0: <laughs> no but like because the the creepiness of having the poster in the background was what made you scared for a long time because he wasn't noticing it yeah, yeah right he was just standing there crammed in this locker or something about, that yeah. was going to kill him it was really creepy yeah and then like when he turned around it was just pennywise and i was like oh yeah so the jump scare was less scary than the build-up to it ah, yeah, yeah. um but um that, but that was, was well done
1: yeah that was really really good i like the child actor of that character a lot better than i like the adult actor yes. as well um i was also Definitely. kind of pissed off at the um you know the his glow up like he got skinny and then the movie is full of horrible fat jokes yeah and there's so a lot I was of fat shaming really kind of movie. annoyed about that especially because the kid actor is so good and he invests that character with a lot of pathos and i think is is better than his adult counterpart
0: yeah i feel like it would have been an awful lot better if the fat jokes had been oh if the fat shaming had been limited to ben mm-hmm as a kind of like, this is how he felt. Like the, the as um, as he, the thing the thing he had to overcome. Yeah, yeah. At, like the homophobia targeted at Richie. Right, exactly. Right? That will make sense. The fact that they kept doing fat jokes, like everybody else kept doing fat jokes about everybody about out, other things, about other, things,
1: other people. Yeah,
0: Eddie's mother, Eddie's wife, all that stuff. Mm. Um, that's what made it so much worse. Yeah. Um, that was why it was so gross. There's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah, big um, time. And It's really unpleasant. Yeah. Um, no, I really didn't like it. But um. The Yeah, it sucks that he had to get skinny, but I think if his storyline had been about making peace with himself and his body, because he clearly had body issues and accepting his younger fat self as also being himself and like loving that, then like how Bill had to forgive his younger self and then kill his younger self in order to get over his guilt and shame and stuff, that would have been so much better. Yeah. Um, and instead it's the love story. And, and I just was like, why did you do this when you knew you, you have the blueprint for how not to do this. Yeah. You have the blueprint print with Bill and Richie. It should have been the same thing with Ben. So yeah, that was disappointing. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. And then Mike's scary scene really wasn't one. No. It didn't really exist. Because again, he gets, um like kind of shift shuffled to the side a lot so, yeah movie. some
1: of the individual scary scenes were more scary well, than others i found richie's is
0: more upsetting than scary mm, yeah um but the, i don't know if they're going like the the big kind of reveal of the paul bunyan sca- statue starts out scary but after that it's not as much yeah and the paul bunyan statue thing was in from the book as well um
1: yeah it's so bizarre that they have this giant lumberjack in the middle of town but anyway well, it's yeah. I don't. I don't know it's who Paul B- Bunyan is. So, it's a, American folk hero, I believe.
0: Right. Um, chopped I'll, down a lot of trees. I shall Google him. But he, um, the the color shift. Yes, yes. The, and and the way everybody like stopped behind him when he saw Pennywise, and then the color shift and everything in the, the present, yep. and then he was like, "It's not real." And then he was right in front of him, was like really intense. And it's it's this kind of thing about how he's. He experiences the world differently, mm-hmm. and like he can't escape his his own fears because they're a part of who he is. Yeah, which is really interesting. <laughs> I really oh, like I'd... all the like psychological um, I... visualization of the psychological processes going on with everybody. Yeah, it,
1: that's what we liked about. I liked about this, and that's what we liked about it last time. Is it's in terms of horror, it's a really basics of the genre working through stuff and mm-hmm. working through really base fears and working through like. Really interesting psychology, yeah, no, I like that scene too it's also the f- the possibly the only place where we have the proper full length view of pennywise he's the mm. first time he's in out he's outdoors in the sunshine, like sitting on paul bunyan 's shoulder it was mm. great, and then floating up
0: on the the mm. balloons, which was balloons, yeah. the visuals are great oh this is so beautifully
1: shot this movie
0: gorgeous yeah, and, and very... his, the the shot of him in um in bev's scare mm. when he's like putting on the makeup and everything so good it's it's so, so good that that's like bill scars Oscar. oscar <laughs> like that was so good mm. that yeah was no, amazing it was
1: it was fantastic he starts out without the makeup mm. on and, and then like a,
0: scratching down his
1: face yes yeah, it's, it's it's like um it's like a good version of the joker mm.
0: yeah and that was really interesting as well that mm. whole section but it's also int- like hers is all about the cycles of abuse and stuff mm. so that's why she gets to see him putting the makeup on cuz she knows that the scariest thing is the guy under the makeup mm. so yeah. again it's like really interesting to really clever see all their all their issues mm. come to pass
1: no, I do like it <laughs>
0: watching watching bill terrify that little boy
1: <laughs> like he's so bad at trying to like protect this kid. It was amazing.
0: He just grabs this child and like screams in his face and begins like, like what is going on? Why have two grown men screamed at me in 2 days?
1: Yeah. One oh. of whom I know because he's famous and I used to like him.
0: Yeah, it was that was really interesting. Anyway, yeah. it was funny mm. until the child dies in an absolute Horrible splatter of blood. Way. Yeah. yeah
1: that was more upsetting to me than anything else because like tiny little child eyes, I'm just, I'm a bit of a, you know, I can't deal with that at the moment.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there's two child deaths in this one.
1: Yeah. One of which actually you whispered something interesting to me and um, I wouldn't talk about because it it's the little girl who's got a put wine stain mm-hmm. on her face and um, Pennywise lures her away by, you know, trying to sympathize with her about kids laughing at her, making fun of her for her appearance. But, you also noticed that, like, the crowd is full of people in red hats, mm-hmm. and it's probably you could have filmed that scene ten years ago, and it would have just been a benign baseball crowd. But it, because it's in 2019, it's not. Well, I don't think it's. I don't think it's accidental. No, either. Can it possibly
0: be? I mean, the splashes of red all through the movie are to indicate the constant yeah, presence it's of anyways,
1: But this one was particularly with red hats which no longer mean what they used to mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was very well done and, and very clever.
0: Yeah. And, the f- it, and it kind of ties Pennywise and the way he plays on people's fears with Trump
1: and the way that he plays on people's fears <laughs> well, and, and visually. I mean, and even the fact that the town is called Derry, as in like – Derry from in Northern Ireland. Sorry, I'm thinking of this because I've just been watching Derry Girls, which is super funny, by the way. Um, and we, which is, of course, like this flashpoint of a town in a very troubled part of the world. Mm. Um, I think that's also they're able to put a lot of social commentary in there. The mm. and and part of it is the way this movie looks, like the use of sunshine and this very all-American town and this the way the town is framed mm. um, and all that stuff about. Ideas about carefree childhoods and all that sort of thing, because it's because of course um, this movie was set in the the first one was set in the eighties. This one's set sort of a couple of years ago, and then the original version was set the kids in the fifties and the adults in the seventies. Eighties in, in the eighties, yeah. So again, you kind of like looking at it through that lens of nostalgia and um, like when you think about the past and and putting on rose colored glasses and thinking it the past was so great when perhaps maybe it wasn't.
0: Yeah. Well, they also, they're forgetting and everything. Mm. I just remembered that the the Chinese restaurant scene when I was waiting for such a long time yes. for something to happen in the fish tanks behind them. Mm-hmm. Like I knew something was eventually going to happen in
1: those fish tanks behind them. And I kept watching, waiting for something to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, these movies are such a, like, if you've watched a few movies in your time or you know anything about like how movies are made, you kind of, you can sort of see where everything's coming from, which is why I think we kind of don't find them super scary mm. because you can always see where the scare is going to come from almost always not always yeah. but a lot of the time you can
0: that scene also had the uh various creatures crawling out of the fortune cookies yeah which like kind of creepy and icky but looked very much like cgi effects yeah so it wasn't the scariest and also there's a moment when the there's the eyeball yeah and the- <laughs> Some, was it Eddie or Richie? I think it's Eddie is like, it's looking at me and I just lost it. I think it is Eddie actually. because yeah. <laughs> And then Ben be. like protects Eddie and puts him in a corner and stands in front of him. Mm. And just dying. Mm. I just didn't, it, that uh. didn't scare me at all. I just was like laughing so hard at that scene. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. But uh, it's yeah. a really nice Ben character moment, which I would have liked if I'd like the actor more anyway yeah it, yeah because if that kid the kid had played that moment i would be like oh isn't that
0: sweet yeah anyway the bit where eddie like tumbles into the um hammock with richie because oh richie won't get out of it yes. and then, like kicks him in the face is so good yeah all the character stuff oh, yeah and, and that,
1: then well that's a great little kids moment that's very that is like your favorite 80s kids movies yeah. it's very it, it's very much like that's like real kids real middle schoolers actually mm. like being dicks to another and like fighting like kids do
0: well yeah but also in this case it's richie had a crush on eddie yeah so there's like added elements to it as well but yeah mm-hmm. that was and then bill reassuring stan that they'd always be friends and stuff it's just a really nice scene yeah um although it's like slight, only slightly ruined by the fact that uh most of the actors were de-aged but i didn't notice except for Finn Wolfhard, who has a really weird, creepy effect going on with his eyes in mm. this movie. Like, they're, they're too big and
1: too um, narrow. Yeah, they they didn't... I mean, it's hard because when you use child actors, they obviously grow very quickly. But you, yeah, it was almost like they didn't film this sequel quick enough to...
0: Yes. There's that. But uh, I mean, they should have shot it while they were shooting the first one, honestly. Yeah. But I guess they didn't know it was going to be as... Big. Yeah, they may
1: not have had the money to shoot the um the sequel yeah mm,
0: but it was it um it would have i think gone better if they'd shot it all at once Mm-mm. um because it's very unsettling yes <laughs> the effect on his eyes is the thing that i noticed and i think it's because he's got the glasses and glasses naturally kind of magnify people's eyes and so they were yeah, trying so to see it emulate that mm. but instead it just looked really weird
1: yeah
0: um that i think one of the things that that my least favorite things about this movie is the over-reliance on cg Mm. which only was effective a couple of times for me. Um, one was um, Stan's head coming yep. into the spider. Oh my Fantastic. God, that was cool. That was so cool. Yeah. I had two notes in a row about Stan's head because I was like, firstly, it's like scary because it's, you know, mm. emotionally upsetting and then the spider legs come out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Um, one of them comes out of his eye. Mm. That was great. And... um, yeah, There was another time that I thought this year. Oh, I liked um, Zombie ha something like that, yeah. Hoxtetter, who was uh, one of – so Henry Bowers was, was their childhood bully, right? Right. He's the one who okay. carved Ben's name, his name into Ben. Yeah, 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 which um, is why
1: it happens at the end. Or whatever he yeah. carves
0: into Ben. And he, they threw rocks at him. Um, and then he was watching TV and Pennywise got to him through that's, the TV yeah, and got yeah, him to yeah, kill his yeah. dad. And then he goes crazy and tries to kill them. Yeah, that's right. Um, so the, he, the idea of him was that Pennywise was kind of recruiting him, as a killer as well so yeah. that he could kill more or build up the fear in the town more. And then yep. of course he lost his mind because of that and was in jail for a long time. And then, yep. um, the psych ward, and then got in out. The psych ward yep. And then he escaped in this one. But like, there was something really entertaining to me about his sidekick being like the zombie version of his friend who died when he was a teenager. Yeah. Like when he, when he, he finds out. him
1: under the bed and he's like, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> when he pulls the balloon out, but the, um and then when he gets out of jail the car's there <laughs> and like zombie hockstatter is his wheel man. he's just sitting in the car ready to drive away with him and i was like this is the best it's hilarious. I wanted that to continue through the movie as, like, him having just this, like, zombie sidekick. I mean, it kind of did. Yeah. But only, it only happened twice and we yeah. didn't see him again. I was disappointed. I would have liked to, like... You know when the when Richie runs away from the hotel mm. and then it, like, pans out slightly just to see, enough to see Henry's car? Yeah. I wish it had panned out slightly more and you, so could, you could see say, zombie yep. that is still sitting in it. <laughs> I don't know. It would have just made me happy. Mm. But also I thought the... Um, like combination of makeup and CG effects on him were really good. Mm. Like that was really cool. He looked great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was really entertaining to me. It reminded me of um, the mummy, the Tom Cruise mummy movie where mm. um, the guy from new girl. Oh, yep. it's his like, zombie head like you know imaginary zombie friend yeah, yeah, yeah in his head for like most of the movie and then comes back to life at the end of it or something not a great movie but still, no but still the, the the idea of the zombie sidekick just delights me for some reason fair enough yeah i have a lot of notes
1: yeah I, I did too i'm not sure that any of them add huge amounts of value but they do kind of reflect a lot of the stuff that i was talking about like fat jokes and eddie being my favorite and um bill Hader versus vomit (laughs) he has two vomit scenes in this movie
0: my favorite like just very much a summary of who richie is is when he saves mike in the library and he like kills the guy who's trying to kill mike Mm. makes a joke pukes on the floor yeah yeah and i was like that's perfect that is exactly the summary of richie he's like a loyal friend like who you know steps up when he has to Right? So it's his yeah, moment yeah. of stepping up and coming back to them. Mm-hmm. Then immediately cracks a joke because that's who he is. Yeah. And then immediately throws up all over the floor because, you know, yeah. he's actually terrified. Yeah. Amazing. No, he's um, really good. The carnival thing, um mm. how the carnival was in town. Yeah. Uh, Stranger Things 3 revolves very much about. Uh, season 3 revolves around a carnival that's right. in town and even has a fun house moment and everything, Um, which I just thought was an interesting.
1: I mean, parallel. presumably, because. I mean, Stranger Things three. Stranger Things in general is nothing if not like uh, observant of eighties culture and things like that. So it's derivative. Pretty, yeah, <laughs> it's
0: nothing if not derivative. If not
1: derivative, that's yeah. I'm definitely watched one season of it. I sort of gave up on it, but yes, it is quite derivative of a lot of other things. So I'm not surprised at that at all. I mean, also it's a movie about a scary clown. Of course, the carnival's going to be involved. True.
0: Also, the you know the clowns that were swinging. Yeah, uh-huh. they were. They looked like the one of them was designed the way the tim curry clown looks in the it miniseries ah, radio yeah yeah um i also wrote a note that says the most intense title card because the title <laughs> card is... it was a lot wasn't yeah, it Yeah, <laughs> it was really bleeding fawn. and
1: pulsating and... and
0: with like the crazy music in the background i was like wow okay mm-hmm. there's a moment that bill has at the beginning of the movie where he's talking to his wife Yes, who's an actress in his in oh, the movie? Yeah. The movie which they didn't tell him that they wanted to change the ending until when they were shooting, shooting the and he ending, had to write new pages. And where yep. you're like, okay, that happens. But there's a moment when he says, "What's wrong with being the woman that I want you to be?" I wrote that down as well. Yes, and I was like, "What yeah. is this
1: character moment about?" Yeah, it was really well um, in a movie that's got a big plot about abuse and how abuse works and control and all that kind of stuff. It was yeah. very interesting. Although
0: he he was talking about
1: like the character. The character.
0: Yeah. He wants her to be the yeah. character that he wrote in the book. Yeah, no. I he know. wants her to be that way and she's not being that way. But it's really interesting. Mm.
1: Yeah. Uh, but that never, ever comes back again, like
0: See, at all. To me, that was, I was wondering if that was like a self-reflective Stephen King moment. Probably. Of like, why wouldn't you just be what i want yeah you to be. but like
1: this is why i got i get caught up in my characters because they are like the people in my life but i mm-hmm. have control over them yeah um yes yeah, so eddie was, married
0: a woman exactly like his mother yep oh one of the things i noticed i noted really early on in the scene was all of the um so we get introduced to all the characters as adults mm. but every scene transition is like a like transition, uh-huh. like there's um the one the first one that I wrote about was Ben's looking up at stars and then it transitions to a puzzle that Stan's doing. Uh-huh. But every one of them had a transition like that. I just didn't write what the rest of them yeah, were. Yeah, no, I wrote
1: the puzzle one down as well.
0: Yeah, they all had like a like transition yeah, yeah. And, moment like that.
1: Um, blood dripping onto Jessica Chastain's face. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. Stan's
0: blood dri- drips
1: onto Bev's face. Yeah. Um, I can't remember them all, but um, Bill Hader's is my favorite, obviously, because it's vomit.
0: Yeah. No, Bill Hader's was a good intro. It was though. a really good intro. It was um like, and it's a single take thing. Yeah, yeah that he, w- yeah, he
1: walks through to the, the stage that he's going to be on. Yeah. That's um, where you can see the money that went into this movie. Yeah, no, it looks really good. And I, I think that's a, that's a famous theatre as well that he filmed that in because that's it looks familiar to me from having watched a couple of stand-up specials in my time.
0: Yeah. There's also a cl- clearly a transition that I didn't write down what it was between Bev and Henry Bowers as
1: well. Yeah
0: oh he gets washed out the water there's yeah. all the bodies oh god
1: that was so well done yeah yeah where he gets washed out of the um the drain where pennywise sends his victims yeah yeah, yeah
0: and all the kids bodies and then oh, he pops up so out of the water creepy and yeah, yeah. um because the note before that i the before that was the artwork in bev's house because there's like yeah. literally a giant painting of <laughs> her, her husband her just controlling husband. <laughs> yeah um bill hated an amazing wookie impression somewhere I I think some of the meanness as well comes from the like that in that Chinese restaurant scene, you, you actually watch them regress. Yeah. yeah Like you watch them regress from being adults to being actually being the kids that they were Mm. as they remember it. Like, because I think, I guess because they forgot being kids. So they get, they're
1: getting stuck back there is not hard or getting back there. Once they had the memories back.
0: Yeah. They they kind of become, because we've seen them with more intensity
1: than they would have if they remembered it and sort of worked through it as adults.
0: Yeah. It was really interesting. I Mm. thought that was cool. And like, it's interesting that uh, to see the actors, the good actors do all of it, Mm. like be the adult versions of themselves, but then be the regressed teenage versions of themselves. And then kind of try to, uh, balance those as as we go through the movie was mm. interesting mm-hmm. The uh, the first note that i wrote about eddie and richie was there where richie goes and then eddie goes i'm with richie mm. and goes too. like they're always kind of together doing things together in this movie yep. it's in, and when they don't when they when richie leaves and eddie stays when they split up that's when eddie gets stabbed in the face mm-hmm. and when richie gets attacked that's when eddie gets hurt and like, yeah you know yep. goes to save him I kind of want to watch both movies together.
1: Yeah, I think it would be – I think that actually would be quite wise because I had not watched this since 2017 and also I'm just not that into Stephen King that I know the details – the fine details of this and I think it would have been a lot easier to watch one after the other. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I I remembered enough and it sort of brought enough back to me once I got going but, yeah, I, I think I would have probably benefited from that. Because it's got, it's actually got something that I wrote down as a, a novel problem where there's a lot going on as part of the reason it's so long. There's so many characters, there's a lot of side plots, and this has been streamlined into a movie, but still there's a lot happening. And yeah. so you kind of, to kind of keep track of it all, it's useful to watch the whole thing.
0: I've just remembered there's, there is a major change to the ending but uh, i mean i'd hope so apart from the orgy um so in the when ben's at the school um you see a turtle on a desk yes yes um so originally it is one of i think three like alien god creatures that crashed to earth and one of the others was called Maturin. And I think he actually mentions, like, that he calls the kids Maturin at one point in the movie. But Maturin is actually a big turtle thing that ended up killing the spider version of it in the book, rather than the kids going, like, you're not scary and bogarting it into – into its final form so wow wow like, yeah no i see why they changed that ending they kept well that i think that was what all the references were yeah. and i was going to mention it earlier
1: in the podcast and i forgot no um, yeah no now that makes yeah okay that makes sense like so all the references to the alien, alien ending they got rid of the alien stuff which just makes sense well, and the, well, not really the 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 ritual which is like this weird um appropriated native american ritual called the Jude.
0: Well again, I'm not sure how much Native American stuff was in the original. The ritual is still there, but um the, and and
1: it is still an alien in this. Well, I mean Stephen King's done uses like, you know, Native American burial grounds. That comes from Stephen King. So yeah. he's known for that sort of stuff. Yeah, I just don't
0: remember. Yeah. Um but yeah, the the ritual is there and but the ritual is different and also I'm pretty sure the orgy is part of it. And I don't remember the thing about them all having to get tokens. So I think they added that for this movie so, so that they, they can didn't have to all the have sex. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah. But um, where they like all have sex with Bev, but not with each other, which is anyway. No homo, Katie. No homo. Except I was, that Richie's gay. So, yeah, I know. And probably Eddie, possibly Eddie. Yeah. Maybe Eddie. That was, the, that's by the way, is the spoiler, the R plus E in the. Yeah. Yeah in the fence is the spoiler that I saw. Oh, right.
1: There's was huge spoiler Then <laughs> No. Well, that's what I was saying. He, yeah, without context. Um, he yeah. wasn't
0: spoiling everybody who was looking at the feed. Anybody else who saw it wouldn't know what it was unless they knew about the movie.
1: Yeah, in which um, case, they, yeah.
0: But when he did that, oh, anyway. Yeah, it's very <laughs> like, sweet. When he was... The whole thing, like, when Eddie died and he didn't want to leave him down there, even though it was in the sewers and they were going to die and he still wanted to stay and then fought to get back in. Mm -hmm. And then, like, they were in the water when everybody was cracking jokes and Richie, who always cracks jokes, just breaks down. Yeah. That's why the character stuff in this movie is so good. Yeah. Like, you don't tend to feel that in horror movies. No. It's because they've
1: got these fantastic actors. Like, they really threw some money at this project. Yes. And I just shows. wish they
0: had been a little more uh, generous with the budget to cover all of the adult actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the Or at least money. get more, like, character actors like... <laughs> like um, Bill Hader? Ranson. Mark Ranson. Oh, Eddie. The yeah. guy who played Eddie. Like, get more people like him. He yeah. was great. I don't know. Maybe they thought the other two were like him, but they weren't. And the kid actors are all pretty, like, pretty much down to the person. Really good. Pretty good. Like, none of them are bad. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, that didn't really work. Yeah. I think that's
1: about it. Yeah, no, no. I don't have anything substantive to say. Cause I have a couple of notes that are, like, acting. And then Jessica Chastain went to Juilliard. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I'm nothing serious.
0: Their torches were green and I didn't know why. And also uh, there's a moment when Bev says, beep, beep, Richie. Mm. so that's a book reference that i really wish they'd kept in the movies which is where when richie's jokes were like uh inappropriate or um like too like if they crossed a line or whatever yeah somebody would say beep 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 beep, Richie like Ah, they were beeping a horn at him that would have been a really good thing to keep yes and then pennywise says it to him yeah um like as a kind of nobody really likes you you're too intense you're too much for them like kind yeah. of making fun of him thing and uh so beep beep richie is like the quote that people remember from the first like mm. the original mini series yeah um whereas this one it's probably you know you'll float too um
1: let's kill and this we all float clown. down here
0: yeah <laughs> let's kill remembers all that that was a great richie moment as well mm-hmm. when he's
1: remembering all the things he said this, this was part of the bill hader was getting me through this movie I when i thought it was when they had the three doors the um scary very scary not scary at all just his his patter through that yes. it was just like this is this was what got me through this movie
0: but that's the thing the, the two of them when they're together richie and eddie are just like so killing it good. they're so good yeah um and the little pomeranian oh
1: my god that was so
0: great mike not explaining what they were supposed to say before they got there and things like that i was like just tell them something like he just intensely drags everybody along everywhere it was so
1: frustrating yeah no
0: and the red balloon blowing up richie was screaming eddie's name Mm -hmm. that the repeated imagery with the red balloon is good too it really
1: works yes Blood in bathrooms and period metaphors. Yeah. I, I just wrote new shining gif. Which oh the shining is Stephen King as well. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Yeah, oh, I've got a new gift to use when I've got my period and I want to tell somebody about.
0: Yeah. Well it was I think they were saying it was the scene with the most fake blood in any scene in history, was that one? It's um. certainly a lot. And then she grabs Ben's hand and I was like, he's just going to slip right out of that. Mm. (laughs) There's definitely so much blood. um, There's no way that he's holding onto a hand that slippery.
1: Yeah. Jessica Chastain had to be in a lot of blood makeup Mm. through quite a bit of the rest of the movie after that.
0: There's two places in my notes where I've written two notes in a row about the same thing. Mm. One is Stan's head and the other is Richie (laughs) at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah like just Richie, you know, being held back and then crying when everybody else was the, were the ones making jokes, like that turnaround moment. Mm,
1: so good. And then all of them hugging him. Yeah, it was Loved very it. It was cute. Cool. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we going to give this movie?
0: I really, really liked it. Mm. But, I mean, I know there are problems with it, but I really, really liked it. So I'm going to say three and a half stars because I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm
1: actually going for three stars because I, it's – in spite of myself it's very well made Mm. um and like given my my current like bar for leaving the house, is, is this worth leaving my very small child for i'm surprised i liked it as much as i did yeah so yeah i'm going with three stars as well for it chapter two cool Awesome. Thank you very much for listening to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. If you would like show notes or old episodes, they're on our website, silverscreenqueens.com. And if you want to find us on social media, we're at screen underscore queens on Twitter at facebook.com forward slash silverscreenqueens. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.